Hello, folks. Welcome to the Solar Fit Renewable Energy Show. Bill Gallagher back with you again this morning from our studio, Daytona Beach, Florida. And if you don't know where Daytona Beach is, it's the center for motor racing. And we've got the most exciting weekend of the year coming up. We're going to go into that in just a minute. I want to give a shout-out to my friends at Daytona Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram for their loyal support through the years. They've got a solar power system on their Maserati building, on their Jeep building. I mean, they're just huge, huge uh, defenders of liberty of independence for the solar and also to our driver daniel die who will be driving full-time in the craftsman series truck race uh, nascar this year as well as 10 select xfinity races and we are really really excited about that and particularly the race to stop suicide which we're all passionate about so thanks for your support there as well got a very special guest with us today that's nancy ikes nancy welcome to the show thank you bill pleasure to be here <laughs> well we talk about renewable energy, we talk about sustainability, we talk about fitness, we talk about all different things uh, on this program. And I learned last night when I was chatting with you that you are the consummate fitness uh, trainer expert. Do you mind if we go into that a little bit? And before we do, let's talk about where you grew up, okay? Sure, yeah. So I, I grew up in Ohio uh, and just recently moved down here to Florida and health and Wellness has always been part of my life, but fitness is definitely a passion, and that's kind of why I became a personal trainer. Well, I have so many questions, Nancy, so many questions. Uh, you know, you can't go on any type of media these days that you don't hear all these different things about nutrition, and most of them seem to contradict themselves, which is kind of crazy to me. Um, I wanted to speak to an expert, and I'm so glad that you were able to come on the show uh, and Nancy, you're 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 awesome. We actually met last night down in Giuseppe's, one of our favorite places in Port Orange. If you've never been there and you're in the area, you need to try it out. Nancy, what do you think about Giuseppe's? Oh, it's definitely a great local place, and I love supporting local businesses. Well, that whole the family does such a wonderful job, and gosh, we go down there quite for, probably about once a month, and uh, it's they're so welcoming. It's just so much fun. Great food too. Yeah, what would you recommend for our listeners? What would you order there? Well, last night I had uh, the the chicken. Um, Steel City Chicken? The Steel City Chicken. Thank you for helping with that name. I, I couldn't remember <laughs> what. that it was so good. I'm telling you what, I don't know what they, I think they have a special sauce that they're they're keeping secret on the ingredients. They do. Yep, that is their special sauce. It is great. And what did you have? I had a slice of pizza. And that looked pretty darn good. Definitely. I love that fresh homemade, you know, dough and it doesn't get any better than that. You know, sometimes you get a pizza and it's like hard on the bottom and it's just it, it's just not not good. These guys know how to do it. I don't know how many they build in a day, but it's like enormous, right? Oh yeah, I'm sure. I can only imagine. <laughs> so you grew up in Ohio, okay? So mm-hmm. what uh tell me a little bit about as you were growing up, what got you involved in in fitness? Yeah, so in in Ohio, I just remember that my mom put us in gymnastics. I'm one of three kids. My mom had us in gymnastics just to kind of help develop our coordination when we were little and skills like that. And, you know, we always had to be in swim lessons and we did ice skating. And so all of these things that I didn't have a say in, (laughs) you know, mom just said, you're doing it. So we did it. And so, you know, moving and physical activity was always part of my life. And it just kind of grew into a routine, and I learned how well I felt 
and how much energy I had. And so I just wanted to make sure I could help others feel that. And that's really, you know, where it started. It just grew. Well, it takes a lot of discipline to stay the route, if you will, through your lifetime, for sure. That's that's one of the ingredients. But you're absolutely right. The uh, uh, the benefit of the endorphins. Uh, can you talk about that a little bit? Oh, yeah. Who doesn't want to feel happy, right? Right, right. <laughs> yeah, endorphins are huge. And and I know you talked about, you know, like race suicide, which, you know, benefits, you know, some mental health issues, but also physical fitness helps with those as well. So usually it boosts your endorphins. And, you know, they talk about after running, a lot of runners have a runner's high, and it's those endorphins. And so, you know, it releases these great hormones. And you typically make better choices when you feel good or I'd like to say healthier choices when you feel good. And everybody knows what feeling good is for themselves. So when you just move your body a little bit, doesn't have to be a lot. You know, a lot of people think they need to spend hours in the gym every day. You don't. Even just getting up and moving, you know, an extra couple minutes may do the trick depending upon your abilities, limitations, or where you are in your fitness level, career, and stage in life. So no, endorphins are absolutely wonderful. It is a natural high. I strongly encourage it. For sure. And I think uh, what goes along with that is stress relief, right? So you have a job that's highly stressful. Uh, Some people might turn to alcohol, uh, drugs, whatever it is, just to modify their feeling. But uh, there's nothing that can beat exercise. you know, even like a, I love aerobic exercise. Talk about that a little bit. Yeah. So aerobic exercise, and I'm assuming you're referring to like walking, running, biking, anything that kind of works the cardiovascular system, gets your heart rate up, your breathing increasing in that rate. That's what you're talking about, right, Bill? Yes. Yep. Yep. Perfect. Yeah. So those are absolutely wonderful. And even if you're not doing cardiovascular type exercises, even strength training and weightlifting can do the same thing for you um, as well. So it doesn't necessarily have to be that, but both of those activities can help reduce your stress levels. And so sometimes we just need, like our bodies tell us what it needs and we're not often really good at listening to it or recognizing what it's telling us. And I guarantee you a lot of times when we are stressed, your body's telling you, I need you to move. Like even if it's just leaving the room leaving the situation and sometimes we need a little bit longer so to clear our heads so bill tell me about the aerobic exercises you do well i've i've actually been involved in uh exercise and fitness probably since the day i knew enough to do that it just it just it came intuitive to me the same way with my brother but now my favorite exercise is is biking i uh I get on my bike, and I usually ride, oh, I don't know, maybe an hour and a half. And during that time, I've got my headset on, and I'm listening to Kicks uh, Country. <laughs> in full, full disclosure, of course, I have, to, I have to tell you, part of the reason is we have a commercial on there. So, But the other one is, is the best station out there. But I, I, and then I oscillate. I, I go back to WNCF and our friends, uh, uh, Mr. David Ayers. And you know David Ayers quite well, don't you? 
I sure do, just a little bit. <laughs> David is a awesome guy, and we started working together when they first opened the studio. And gosh, it's got to be, oh my gosh, uh, sixteen years ago, something like that. When they first opened, it was really interesting, David. David said to me, he says, you know, you ought to start your own radio show. And I said, what? He said, you got that weird voice. You'd be good on the radio. And I, went, and I said, all right, let me try it. So I tried it, and I thought, yeah, you know, I do have a weird voice. Oh, my goodness. But Dave's such a, such a great guy, and he's done so much for Flagler County. And how many stations do you have up there now? He's great. So there's WNZF News Radio. There's Kicks Country, Country to the Core. Beach 92.7, and we do have the country station and the beach in St. Augustine as well. And please forgive me if I'm missing anything, but I'm pretty sure it's those. Oh, no, I forgot. Cool. Cool. Very cool. I think the only thing that's not on is opera. Dave, can you can you put some opera? No, I'm just kidding. But if you have any kind of music you want... <laughs> You can get it, and, and when it comes to talk radio, there's none better. Yeah, you know, think of think of what he's created up there, and all these different podcasts. I, I think of this some sometimes. Uh, Nancy is hundred years from now, somebody's going to pull up one of these podcasts, and they're going to be listening to you and I talking on this radio station. It's strange, and it, it just lasts forever. It is. It's amazing, and and I completely agree with you. I think what David has done is taken this local radio station, which. I respect because it's not corporate, so they have the freedom and the ability to do a lot of things to benefit everybody in the community. And it, and, and, and I think, why wouldn't you want to, you know, listen to the stations that are really focused on bringing what's important and topics to discuss and, you know, everything that the community could benefit from on these, all of these radio stations. But yes, WNZF is mostly the talk radio station. So I think it's important to keep that going. We need to talk about issues. We need to have conversations. I mean, that's how things progress and move forward, right? Well, for sure. And and some of the media out there um, do not have as strong a presence as they once had. And you need a source that you can go to that you can trust that that will mm-hmm. tell you the story as it is. Because there's a lot of a lot of stuff going on out there that is quite not quite what uh, it really should be. But David runs a, a a great ship, a shop there, and of course you do work there, don't you? Yeah, yes, <laughs> yes, kind of uh, part-time basis, but yes. <laughs> well, I don't think you can find anybody better. Although I'll tell you, Mark is awesome. Everybody that works at that place, are, they're all such good friends and take good care of me. And I think Mark's every time I make a blunder on the radio, uh, he fixes it. He still, he does about seven a week, I think, because I need to get a bigger gift for him. <laughs> He's oh, awesome. I love it. <laughs> Anyway. Yeah, Mark's going to probably have to edit me a little bit, too. No, no. <laughs> just just got to be careful what I say, Mark. I know you're listening. What a, what a, what a, great, what a great crew. Uh, you know, something that I've, I really feel strongly about is investing in your community, as, as Dave does, right? So we have choices that we can make from, you know, purchasing out of town or whatever. But to me, you know, when you purchase anything in your community, the, the money that flows into the business flows to the uh, employees that shop at the, the the local stores and and I mean it's just it is the best way to support your community is is to buy locally and I, I know that flies in the face of some of the uh, online products you can you can buy but if you could get it locally folks please think about doing that support your local businesses 
Yeah. Well, and speaking of that, I mean, Bill, your business, SolarFit, you started locally, right? Yes, ma'am. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Oh, my gosh. I'm getting a reverse interview. Thank you, Nancy. <laughs> <laughs> I was born up in the Northwood. No. <laughs> Actually, started. I came down in 1970 to go to Embry-Riddle to become a pilot, of which I am, am and very proud of. But I started this business in 1975, so we're in our 48th year, soon to be 49th year. And all of our yeah, all of our employees are local. Lots of people from Palm Coast are calling Solar Fit Home for years. We have people that have been with us uh, 22, 17, 18, 14, 10 years. They they tend to stay because they are passionate about what we are, and they they share the same principles of just take care of the customer. So that's my life story. Now back to Nancy's life story. <laughs> Well, I love that. Thank you for sharing, Bill. I appreciate that. You're welcome. But, you know, the, the biking is just so, uh, you know, I get off that bike and I just feel like I've done it. You know, I've got, I've, and you know what, you know what is really cool? These darn Apple watches. I'm telling you, there's something about these things that's addictive. When I get on my bike, it, it, it takes three minutes for it to let me know that it starts timing. I press the button. Okay. And after an hour and a half, I come up and I look at the number of calories I burned. You know, and mm-hmm. I go, God, man, that is so cool. And I feel so good. Oh, I love that. I, I'm impressed with the technology, too, but I would love to put up a poll bill because I am not an Apple Watch fan. I'm totally a Fitbit fan, so I would love to see if there's a divide. <laughs> well, I think I'll buy one for my right arm because I got the Apple on my left. I'm going to do a comparison. We'll get back with this. So what's the, what? tell me about the Fitbit. So the Fitbit is an activity tracker, and it was designed to be that. And years ago, I worked for a wellness company in Ohio, and we were like an employer benefit sponsored program. So all of the wellness activities were tied into the health insurance. So the more healthy activities you did, the reduction in your health insurance premium you got. So great deal, right? Healthier employees cost you less in insurance anyway. So the Fitbit was actually part of our program. So I got to know it really well. And Fitbit started off really simple with just tracking your steps. And then it started to develop in sleep tracking and then now you can choose the exercise you're doing. So it's recording those specific things. It tracks your heart rate. It even has stress monitoring. Like you can do deep breathing. It'll track that. And so the technology has just grown absolutely amazing. So, but when I work out, I don't want to be distracted. I don't want text messages. I don't want phone calls. So I respect the Apple Watch. But when I work out, I just want to focus on my workout. So when I hit start on my Fitbit, I don't have to worry about anything else. So kudos to you for multitasking with your Apple Watch, but that's why I like my Fitbit. I have to get a Fitbit. I, I, I don't like to be bothered, too. I am bothered by the people on the machines that, that, that sit on the machines and look at their watch instead of moving through because I like to do my workout without pausing. You know what I mean? Is that is that irritating yeah. or what? Oh, 100%. My three rules, don't mess with my sleep, my food, or my exercise. So I have my hard boundaries there. No interruptions for that. Oh, man, I love all three of those things. Folks, we're going to take a short break. Stay with us, and we'll be right back. Hi, folks. Bill Gallagher with SolarFit here. Have you ever thought about utilizing solar power for your home or business? Well, there's never been a better time to plug into the sun and stop renting electricity. How would you like to let your roof start paying you each month? 
Give us a call at 445-7606. That's 445-7606. Or visit us at SolarFit.com and set yourself free. SolarFit your life and set yourself free with the sun's free energy. Hi, folks. Welcome back to the Solar Fit Renewable Energy Show. Bill Gallagher, and I'm speaking with my friend, Nancy Ikes. Nancy, before the break, you did a wonderful job of explaining uh, how aerobic exercise could help us, and we talked about our favorite exercises. What is your favorite exercise? I love strength training, so I love throwing around heavy weights. Wow. Well, I knew that you yeah. did something phenomenal because you're in great shape. But when you say heavy weights, are you talking about heavy weights? <laughs> yes, I'm talking about heavy weights. And I'm sure, Bill, because none of the listeners probably know what I look like, but I'm I'm 5'4". I'm very slender framed. You wouldn't know, but I'm one strong little lady. <laughs> so, yes, heavy weights. Uh, I mean, I use dumbbells anywhere from 15 to 45 pounds. Um, if I'm doing free weights and then on machines, of course, because it's a little bit more of a controlled, stable environment, I will use heavier because of that. Okay, so walk me through uh, a daily training for Nancy. So my daily training is pretty much whatever I feel like because to me it's always important to enjoy fitness. So I like to make sure I hit total body at least three times a week and the time frame doesn't matter to me. So typically it's about minimum of 30 minutes. Sometimes I'm doing an hour. Sometimes I'm incorporating some cardiovascular exercises like running or walking in between my strength exercises. Sometimes it's just all strength. Um, But I mean, as females too, as we age, we lose our bone density a lot faster. So that is important to me that I make sure I maintain my muscle mass to maintain my bone density. So the time varies. Um, I typically work out four to five days a week because rest is also very important. And if I'm doing anything that's very heavy, I make sure that I do a lot more cardiovascular activities the following day to allow my muscles to rest and recoup before I lift heavy weights again. Oh, boy, that sounds good. I have to follow you around someday and tape, video tape all this. I'll tell you. <laughs> hey, t- let's talk about something that is extremely important and sometimes overlooked, and that's uh, hydration. Okay. What do you want to talk about hydration, Bill? People for years have said you need to drink eight uh, glasses of water a day, eight eight-ounce glasses of water a day, and then they came out and they said, oh, no, you just drink when you're thirsty. There's so much... Uh, contradictory evidence tell me how what what should we do as far as hydration okay well i can definitely give you my recommendations i would say if you do have any very specific questions or curious definitely do your research and or talk to your doctor but it is recommended that everybody have eight eight ounce glasses of water a day so if you're looking at a typical water bottle that you see most people carrying around like the plastic ones you can buy in the cases anywhere uh you're looking at that's two eight ounce servings of water. So one little plastic water ball gives you two. Um, But that's if you're doing nothing. If you are exercising, you technically need more water. And why do you think that is, Bill? Oh, you're you're actually uh, sweating. You got it. (laughs) Or for for women, perspiring. Yes. (laughs) 
So we lose water daily through sweating, ex- exhaling, and excretion. So when we exercise, we, of course, are losing a lot more water. So we want to make sure we replenish what we lose. So if you've ever seen uh, people at the gym who maybe hop on the scale before their workout and then hop on after their workout, have you ever seen that? Yeah, I sure did. There's a big difference, isn't there? Yes. So some people are measuring to see how many pounds of water they've lost. I'm not saying everybody does that, but that's a typical way some people will check and see how much water they've lost so they know how much to replace. Well, that's a, that is that is interesting. Let's, mm-hmm. let's, uh, let's kind of segue over to nutrition, okay? Okay. So we, we've, we've talked about the hydration a lot. Let me go back just real quickly on that. Water is by far the best, but what about some of these sports drinks? What do you think of them? That's a great question. Sports drinks, I'm going to say make sure you read the label, and we want to make sure we are replenishing our electrolyte, so your sodium, your potassium, that's kind of what we lose when we exercise, so you want to make sure those things are there, but they make all kinds of different sports drinks, So, which is fun because guess what? You can try a bunch of variety of sports drinks and figure out what works for you. I am very much so a very natural person. And there are recipes that you can make your own kind of sports drink through natural ingredients. If you want to, you can. You can buy them off the shelf. But the one thing I was taught from a dietitian way back when in high school is she said, anytime you buy a sports drink on the shelf, she goes, it's actually concentrated. So you don't need to drink that entire bottle of sports drink, whatever it is. I'm not saying brand names because I don't want to, you know, throw anybody under the bus. But you can actually dilute it. So I would always, I would... People would make fun of me because they'd say I would double fist at my workouts because I had my bottle of sports drink and my bottle of water, and I would take a sip of each. So I would never finish the sports drink. I'd totally finish my water, but that way I got more life out of it because you don't need to drink the whole thing. You just need a little bit to replenish. Great, great information. How about nutrition? What should we – people, here's another thing. Oh, we need to eat a breakfast. Oh, you need, don't eat breakfast. What's, what do we need to do here? Well, is that your question? You yeah, I'm perplexed why there's so many different opinions on it, and I'm trying to figure out what's the best way of doing it. So, uh, that. so break fast means you're breaking your fast. Is that is that good thing to do in the morning to eat a good hearty breakfast? I love breakfast, so I'm biased because I agree with what you just said, Bill. It's breaking the fast. That's why it is called breakfast, but. I always come back to, especially when I have clients, you need to do what works best for you. You're the only one who knows your body better than anyone, and your body's going to react to things differently than my body. So if eating breakfast helps start your metabolism, you feel good, you feel energized, you feel nourished, you feel like your brain is functioning, you're not foggy, you're clear, you're focused, great, keep doing breakfast. And oftentimes, maybe what you're eating for breakfast can influence all those things. So there's many different factors that go into it. Yes, I'm going to say breakfast is good for you, but it also may not be best for you. But you need to figure that out. What is your body telling you? That's very interesting. And it's so true. It's so true. But I, I can tell personally if I skip breakfast that I don't quite feel as is good and my thoughts are kind of fuzzy which they stay fuzzy for like well 40 years they've been really fuzzy but 
<laughs> I need more breakfast. Okay, let's go into sleep. What about sleep? How much do we have? Oh, my goodness. Everybody is different. Everybody's different. And I know I'm somebody who needs, like, eight hours of sleep a night. Bill, do you know how many you feel like you're rested with how many hours you get? Uh, you know, I like eight, but I can do seven. Anything less than that is not, not, not so good. Love it. Okay, great. Here's another thing to keep in mind, too. We actually need more sleep in the winter when it's colder. Why do you think that is? Oh, I don't know. Why? How does the sun change in the season? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it gets shorter days. Yeah. 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 So just like the animals, they hibernate in the winter. Not all of them, but some animals hibernate in the winter. And also, the sun is not as up. And how many things, you know, follow the sun, right? They shut down. They go to sleep when the sun goes down. They rise when the sun goes up, right? Right. So we are still human beings in biology and all those things. Our bodies still follow those natural things we were designed to because we didn't. We weren't born with clocks, right? Right, right. <laughs> so again, to me, that's listen to your body. What does it need? But it's okay if you need more sleep in the winter. That has been scientifically proven that we do as humans need more sleep in the winter. Boy, I never thought of that. I'm not really. I don't really love the time change thing. To be honest with you, I I, what, I love it when it changes back where the days are longer. But the short days, mm-hmm. at five o'clock. I don't like that. How about you? I do not. I'm with you. If if we could get rid of the uh, what is it? I can't think of like daylight savings time. I would totally be all for getting rid of that. All right, folks. If you're listening in from Capitol Hill, this is what we're talking about today. Make the changes because <laughs> by next week we have this show. I want to see this done. I <laughs> just kidding. Hey, okay. Yeah. Now, now we got to go to some fun stuff. Thank you very much for the education. I hope everyone out there enjoyed it and uh, will modify their lifestyle accordingly. Okay, we're going to change to something fun here. Daniel Die. Okay, last yeah. night we were at an event, and man, he's ready to go. He is just chafing at the bit to go. Talk about that a little bit. Daniel's ready to go racing his races this weekend. Well, I think one thing that he said that I think was so important is he said, I was, he still is excited and I'm not, I don't want to put words in his mouth or speak for him, but he said something like, he goes, I'm excited. He goes, I'm also starting to get a little nervous. And I go, great, feel everything. And I think that's so important when it comes to these competitions, there is going to be excitement and nervousness. And especially when you're racing multiple races in a weekend, I mean, how, yes, exciting. I can't imagine what it's like to be in his shoes, but I mean, all the power to him, super excited to see him race and I hope the weather cooperates so he can, but yeah, that's what I have to say. How about you? I think the same, you know, having, having raced in the past and I've often heard people say this, that the excitement and the, the nervousness subsides as soon as you're sitting in the car and strapped in it's completely different it's almost like you're your element and you're ready to go but i think uh part of the anxiety is is waiting you know come on gosh it's been a couple of months since he's had a chance to really race and he wants to get out there and 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 get with it he and he's one of the best when it comes to that yes well and i'm sure on top of that this is the first race of the season right Mm -hmm. especially for him first race of the season and uh doing a a duel which means the the truck race on friday and uh, saturday i don't know the weather this saturday is not the best looking weather darn it all and i feel a little bit sorry for not only the drivers but the people that come to enjoy the races and plan to leave on monday because i think monday we're gonna we're gonna see some action out at the speedway what do you think 
I don't know. I mean, there's still time, Bill. There's still time. I'm an optimist. <laughs> Those rain, the weather may change. The weather, the, the, I love to be a weatherman because you can be wrong or you can be, in other words, the weather today, folks, is 50% rain. Well, what does that mean? <laughs> you know, if it's, does it mean if it's 60% it's going to rain? But if, I don't know. It's, it's so hard to determine. It, it can change. You're right. The weather can just take a turn and leave, and I hope they do. Yes, and I... I mean, we don't know what's going to happen, but I always hope and pray that they do get to race, and it is it is a great race, and everybody is safe and finishes and is healthy by the end. Yeah, I mean, safety is the main thing. We don't we don't want anybody getting injured. It's it's a very exciting sport, and NASCAR has done such a great job of you know modifying the cars to where they're as safe as they possibly can be, and yeah. and the, the drivers are man. I'll tell you what, there there's some really talented people out there. We're we're fortunate to to be in Daytona Beach for sure. Definitely. Well, and Bill, I was kind of wondering what race will this be? Like what number of race will this be for you seeing Daniel die race? Oh my goodness. I couldn't even count him. I, uh, we, we started working with Daniel, you know, from down in New Smyrna, some of the first races he's went to and uh, just watch him, you know, progress to the point where he is now. And it's just, I'm so proud of him. And I know his, his dad, he gets a little nervous. I do a lot of traveling with Randy. He gets a little nervous just before the race and who wouldn't i mean you get your son doing that it's amazing but yeah you know what nancy i cannot believe that we're almost out of time here i want to thank you so much for the education and uh hey let's do this again maybe after you know a couple months down the road let's do it again and we'll talk about how daniel did what do you think yeah you got it we can definitely do a follow-up and i really appreciate this bill thank you so much for having me Thank you, Nancy. Folks, we're going to sign off for now. Uh, if you can't make it out to the Speedway or if you're out in Utah right now, make sure you tune in uh, to either Mav TV or for the 500. I guess you can you can watch it on a, a normal station. But anyway, cheer Daniel on and support the race to stop suicide. Have a good weekend, folks. We'll talk to you next week. SolarFit Renewable Energy Radio Show paid for by SolarFit.